It's the Field of Vision podcast with your host, Jordan Eisen. How's it going, everybody? And welcome into the Field of Vision podcast. Joining me is Kev Masarejan. Um, he's the roto surgeon, as he's become known. Um, pretty much an independent podcast, uh, writes for Rotoballer like myself as well. Um, so Kev, update us on what you've been up to this past football season. How did your teams do? Any nice calls, any terrible calls that stand out? Plenty of terrible calls, but, uh, yeah, thank you for that <laughs> intro. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. You actually got my name uh, pretty, like, that was pretty good. I think this is your like second try. I want to say since I was on the show. <laughs> uh, a couple months ago so just to segue onto that sorry but yeah no, i appreciate the the effort some people don't even try yeah it, it's hard i i know the dialects a little bit but um it's no yeah, eyes um true yeah for sure um but yeah how did your fantasy teams do this year oh uh, yeah to go back to that uh fantasy teams did well um out of my six kind of normal-ish like redraft leagues i made the championship in four one two best ball i had a ton of best ball teams um <clears throat> underdog nfc ffpc these are all different formats that i play on and you know it wasn't my most successful year probably like lost money on that but overall uh not you know i'm not gonna state a number but like i i posted on twitter you know like i ended up in the green for this year so it was a successful season but I didn't, you know, I'm not getting any big checks anytime soon. It was just a, a good normal year. Calls wise, I'm very happy with how guys like Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, and Debo Samuel all ended up. I was very high on them in the preseason, but I was very low on the Bengals, and that blew up in my face. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow. I just thought Burrow's um, knee, since it basically shattered in like multiple ligaments last year and he was like eight months or so removed from that i just thought he'd be more limited his limitations would further limit the offense and jamar chase being a rookie he was getting drafted as high as any rookie wide receiver had ever been drafted but his talent is beyond any wide receiver that's been drafted he's the closest thing to maybe julio jones we've had even though they have different uh play styles so um even though i did know he was like the wide receiver one on the class i didn't expect him to go all out and then t higgins in the second half of the season showed up and that just you know not having them is probably what tanked my not tanked but didn't make my season as fruitful as what it could have been because in that range of chase you know i want to say maybe i was drafting i'm 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 trying to like rack my brain who i was like okay in t higgins range let's say maybe around later i might have been drafting a juju instead so if i would have drafted t higgins rather than juju my teams would have been stellar joe burrow he was good enough for fantasy. He was like QB 11 or so. So it's not like you won. I mean, he won your playoffs with 15 mm-hmm. and 16, but how were your, how was your uh, teams this year? Not as good as yours. Four of six is pretty impressive. Um, so even if you didn't catch out that huge four of six championships, something to be prideful about for sure. Um, I did. I don't think I actually made it to any championships. Um, I have one dynasty team that I'm so mad didn't do better. I had Lamar Jackson, uh, Jonathan Taylor, 
Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, and Michael Pittman. Um, so next year, I mean, something to look forward to because it's a keep them all dynasty league with no contracts or anything. But um, yeah, it was fairly disappointing. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of things right, honestly. I had several good midseason calls. Like um, I felt like my rankings every week, like I had one or two guys that I thought would pop off for whatever reason, and then they did. Um, so that's kind of where most of my forte was this year at least. But um, today we're going to be moving on from fantasy at least for one episode, and we're going to be talking about just the NFL playoffs just in general, um, who we think will win each playoff game, who we think will win it all, um, things of that nature. So let's just kick it off. Let's start with the AFC. Um, Steelers and Chiefs play uh, in the wild card weekend. So what we're going to be doing is essentially just talking about the pros and cons of each team. Uh, the Steelers have a lot of cons, such as Ben Roethlisberger is not very good. Um, that defense is highly questionable. And I think their only pro is Najee Harris. Is that correct? I mean, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool are pros. Um, yeah. I I think but when you have it's the passing game isn't a advantage though. It's just kind of obviously not. But they have weapon. They they certainly do have weapons. Pat Fryermuth has shown out as a comp, not competent, but a good tight end. Uh, should be better in the future when he gets a an actual quarterback. But you know they have the weapons. They just don't have the quarterback or the offensive line. Uh, I, this point spread is like 12 and a half. It's basically two touchdowns. You have a two touchdown spread. It's like heavily favoring the chiefs and you know, why bet against the best team in football? Like I, I have no say so about the spread, like 12 and a half is a lot of points and the chief and the Steelers, you know, they're both seasoned in the playoffs, but you never know a big player to, uh, the Pittsburgh's pass defense is significantly better than their rush defense. And, uh, the Chiefs are a pass-heavy team rather than a rush-heavy team. So I guess advantage-wise, even though it didn't go the way in their last matchup a few weeks ago, it could wind up like a 10-point win, an 11-point win, rather than that 12.5-point or 12, 13, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I wouldn't be betting necessarily on this. I just feel like, you know, the Chiefs are going to advance. I, I think there are no questions as long as, you know, Patrick Mahomes is healthy. I mean, need I remind you, though, that terrible win, Chiefs 36, Steelers 10, that I could see that happening, or at least something close to it. The Chiefs the Chiefs are moving on in this game for sure, like no question about it, I think. Um, and we'll talk about the Chiefs more later once we get to them in the conference uh, playoffs in the next round. So um, now let's talk about the Patriots and the Bills. All right. So what do you think about the Patriots? Just in general, how far can you see them going this year? I mean, if they get past the Bills, which, you know, they, they're tied one-to-one, -one, but I just have a hard time seeing them advancing to the Super Bowl anytime soon. I think they can win this game for sure because Buffalo's defense is certainly a lot more suspect suspect than I believed, I guess, before they played the Patriots the first time because the Patriots ran all over them. Both games, they ran all over them. But at the same time, 
in the second game, Josh Allen, without all that like 50 mile per hour wins going, mm-hmm. was much more effective. And I'm going to bet that Mac Jones has to throw more than three times again. So, you know, my, I'm going to lean towards the Bills here. I'd probably even take the points with them because they are the better team, uh, both sides of the ball to a certain extent. But the Patriots do have that. They can get some points on the ground. It just depends on if Mac Jones can be effective or not. And I I think the second half of the season, he was very questionable to a certain degree. Like first half, amazing. Second half, he looked more like what we expected Mac Jones to look like. So I'd bet on the better quarterback. And I don't think the Patriots can make it past the second round, I'd say. I think that's their like ceiling. Yeah, I remember when people were picking them for the Super Bowl. That was... A little radical, I think. Um, but I'm checking the weather in Buffalo right now. Um, on Saturday, it's a high of 12 degrees, low of four. So mm. at least it's not like windy. It's just normal. <laughs> yeah, it's just freezing. But yeah, <laughs> um, but I guess that could favor the Pats. I I could see either team winning this. Um, I wouldn't want to bet on it with the spread, but I think that I would have Buffalo taking it um if i was just picking one or the other um so yeah i mean look at that just the one thing with buffalo is they've really leaned on devin singletary of late so they actually have mm-hmm. a running game true like he was the number one running back in fantasy and this we're not talking fantasy right now but in terms of fantasy devin singletary was getting worked the last three weeks mm-hmm. or so of this or last i mean i i guess week 18 yeah. too if i recall shot in the playoffs in the playoffs and on um Rashad Penny was one, Devin Single, Terry was two, like, yeah, by a large margin, too. Yeah. And not yeah, so Devin Singletary as well, but Singletary is amazing. Yeah, no, but the point is, uh, they've kind of found their identity on the right on the ground game. So I, I just don't think the Bills are going to be beaten because Singletary is not bad. Like, he's competent. And mm-hmm. um, just having Josh Allen back there opens up so much. Uh, I think the receivers are healthy. It just, I, I think this is, I don't want to say a no brainer because anything could happen. It's a divisional matchup, but you mentioned Patriots having a little bit of advantage in the cold. It's not like Buffalo doesn't play in the cold. Buffalo's in Buffalo mm-hmm. and they're at home too. So I think they have uh, the hefty advantage here. All right. So now this next matchup is pretty interesting. Um, so you've got the Bengals and the Raiders. Um, the Raiders. I think they can win by they can win against literally anybody, but they can also lose by 10 against anybody. Um, I honestly have just a gut feeling that this is going to be a kind of awesome game. Um, I'm not really sure why, but what are your thoughts on the Raiders? Um, They are such a strange team in my opinion, and I'm not really sure how to evaluate them completely. I mean, I look at the Raiders like I look at any mediocre team. They're fine. They're they're there. They lucked out getting the Chargers to just poop their pants in that last game. <laughs> like they they shouldn't yeah. have made it. The Chargers should have won. Inter- if you want to talk talent, but the Raiders had the matchup advantage. The Raiders um, completely like they just ran it up the Chargers' gut. Essentially, with Josh Jacobs who had a fantastic game. They took advantage of the Chargers' biggest weakness which is you know they were like literally last in the league against the rush mm-hmm. and they just played to their strengths and they beat them and it was a it was a fantastic game i think you know you watched it i bet so you enjoyed that uh, monday night football game or sunday night football excuse me 
And now they're going to get beaten in the first round by the Bengals because the Bengals are a good team on both sides of the ball. Uh, they have a better defense than the Raiders, I believe. I'm looking right now. Oh, yeah. actually, oh, they're, the they're back to back, essentially. Raiders are slightly better, but the Raiders are poor against the, uh, the pass. They're 21st and the Bengals have three. Stu- I mean, two stud wide receivers and a Tyler Boyd, which is pretty good. And, and uh, healthy Joe Burrow. And, so, yeah. And Joe Mixon. But um, at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if you have once you have T. Higgins and Jamar Chase just running for 150 yards each or whatever. It doesn't matter. So I'm on the Bengals here. The yeah. Raiders don't have the firepower to keep up. Um, do you think that the Raiders have a shot at winning? Because I think the Bengals are a really good team, like probably top five. Like they're they're really all around solid. But for some reason, I just have a little bit of a feeling that the Raiders could do something. And I mean, I can't identify why. Can you like figure out any reason? Like, is there any way in your mind that the Raiders could walk away with a win this weekend? I'm going to be honest. I don't see it. I don't think they can okay. keep up. They don't have, they just don't have what, like, unless like Joe Burrow gets hurt again or like half, like Jamar Chase and T Higgins go down. I think even if you have one of those guys with Tyler Boyd and Mixon catching, pa- like I, that's enough. The Raiders literally like sh- have... No, you sorry. Go on. I feel like I shouldn't see it. Like I feel like it's just a dumb thought, but I feel like it could happen. The Raiders just every week they're competitive with whoever they play with, and it feels like especially so if it's like a good team. I I don't know. I I also have the Bengals winning for sure. Like that is the logical, like correct choice by a lot, but I could. I could see something happening. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it. They, they're on a four game win streak, which is great, but they beat the Browns, oh, wow. which I think they beat the case Keenum Browns. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, oh, Nick Mullins. Those were the matter? Nick Mullins Browns. Yeah. Nick Mullins Browns. That's even worse. Does that even matter though? Nick I, I don't even know. Case Keenum versus they, Baker Mayfield. I know they beat the Broncos by four, 17 to 13. They beat the Colts by three and the Colts lost to the Jaguars. So I don't know how much we should respect them. And then they beat the chargers. I don't think it's a good team. I, I think, you know, they lost to the chiefs by a combined, like all, like 70 <laughs> points almost. I, I, and the chiefs are the chiefs, but the Bengals passing offense is the closest thing probably to the chiefs, True. if anything in the yeah. league. So I'd say, just not close. This is this is a Bengals win and they advance and they're at home too. So, all right. So now on to the next round. Now we have the Bengals versus the Titans. This one's if we were right about the Bengals, like if assuming we were right, these are the matchups. Um, so now we've got the Bengals and the Titans. I don't want to speak for you or anything, but I think this mm-hmm. is completely dependent on Derrick Henry. So let's just say, hypothetically, Bengals are lined up to play the Titans, and Derrick Henry is active. That's all the information we have. Maybe Vrabel says, Henry is back and looking healthy. Like, whatever. Who knows if that's true? But he says it. So what would you set as the line in that scenario? I mean, Bengals will be playing in Tennessee. Correct. Um yeah. I mean, depending on how they beat the Raiders, uh, I could see it. Honestly, let's say it's I'd I'd say I'd favor the given how the Bengals have been playing. I'd have it either a pick 'em or like even Bengals minus one. 
something like that, yeah. something close to like even, just because <laughs> the Titans a aren't that good. B Derrick Henry's coming <laughs> off of a foot fracture, and this would be his first game played. He's a monster, of course, but it's it's very hard for players to come back from lower body injuries and be as effective as they are, especially in season. Like I'm not going to compare Cam Akers coming off his Achilles to Achilles to uh, Derrick Henry coming off a foot fracture because those are two completely different injuries. But nevertheless, rust is real and it could even be harmful to play Derrick Henry in, in the sense that maybe uh, Dante Foreman's the one who's been rushing so well for the past few weeks that, you know, maybe he would have even been a better option than Henry. Not to say he's better than Henry, but given that Henry hasn't played in so long and, you know, this is just, this could be sound stupid, but it sounds right in my head where it just might not matter if they have Derrick Henry or not. And it could actually yeah. be harmful no, I totally if they it. choose to feed him. If they choose to feed him more than necessary, if Julio and A.J. Brown are healthy, the way to win that game, Bengals and Titans, is for A.J. Brown and Julio to be fed not for them to rush because the Bengals have a very weak pass off fast uh, pass defense and the rush defense is kind of solid, even though Derrick Henry, it won't matter typically, but um, yeah, I, I, I think Bengals should be close to favored in that kind of game. And I'd probably just take them. Yeah. I hear what you're saying for sure. I think mm-hmm. that um, Derrick Henry, like, of course, if this was like week seven and Derrick Henry was genuinely healthy, he is not the same as Devon, Don Foreman. But in this scenario, with the limited information, with him, with this being his first week back, he could sort certainly be pretty similar to Don Foreman. Like in terms of just like if you simulated this situation a hundred times, like how. Mm-hmm like how valuable would their performances be? Sure. If you simulated enough, Derrick Henry would rush for 180 yards in some games, but in others he would rush for zero. So I think it balances out. And yeah, I think that against the Bengals who are a really, really good team, I would pick okay. the Bengals if that matchup were to happen as well. Um, yeah, no, that's, right. how, that's how it is. Unfortunately. Yeah, and I I do want to preface it by say not preface because I guess we just talked about it, but I want to um, bring up the fact that if Derrick Henry is indeed like back back, like would you pick like the Titans would win that just in the other hypothetical that Derrick Henry is completely fine. Of course, we wouldn't know it ahead of time, really, but mm-hmm. just like let's just say it's a given that Derrick Henry is normal, everything is fine. Would you have the Titans winning it then, or would you still have the Bengals? I I say the line might be closer to that pick'em, or even Titans minus one, but I'd still pick the Bengals in that scenario. All right, Um, yeah i I would pick if Derek like if Derek Henry just never got injured this year, I would pick the Titans. But I mean, the fact is, he was certainly injured this year so i have the Bengals winning if that is the matchup that happens so now the bills had beaten the patriots in this hypothetical bracket we're building the bills beat the patriots and the chiefs beat the steelers so now we have bills at chiefs that's gonna be a fun one if it happens who do you have um see now that's tough uh, that's that's a good like you mentioned a good fun game I'd still take the Chiefs because the Chiefs have been there 
and Josh Allen. Um, I'm not saying I don't trust him, but we've seen him kind of. He could throw two interceptions. He could, and he could fumble, and he can make mistakes like he does. Patrick Mahomes doesn't really make mistakes is the thing. So I think the team that makes the fewest mistakes in this game is going to win. And I think the team that makes the fewest mistakes are the Chiefs. Um, Even though the Bengals, I mean, not the Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, as I mentioned, do have uh, the weaker rush defense compared to pass defense. They did lose Tredavious White midseason. That was their cornerback one. Something probably the Chiefs will try to take advantage of with Tyreek Hill. If the Bills do double Tyreek Hill, then there's Travis Kelsey. And then if they double Kelsey and Hill... Mahomes is running or he's passing it to one of the other three receivers because he's Patrick Mahomes they can figure it out. Byron Pringle. Byron it Pringle doesn't matter. Been really good recently, honestly. He's fine. Um, he's fine. He's extremely fine, but it doesn't matter. The point is there's there's a way for the Chiefs no matter what as long as they're healthy and they're assuming they are healthy, you know, they do have the easier matchup too. They could realistically just bench their starters in the fourth quarter and they can I mean, not that that would affect it too much, but yeah, I, I have to take the Chiefs here because, you know, they've been in the last, what, two Super Bowls now? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm um, just going with the incumbent. I'm taking the incumbent. Fair. I I am not crazy about Byron Pringle or anything. I'm just a little curious, and we'll get to it more later. But if you're in Aaron Rodgers, would you rather have MVS or Alan Lazard or whoever or Byron Pringle? I think I would pick Pringle and, like, yeah, like if he's a number two, a number three, I guess, for Mahomes who has Kelsey and Hill, that's a fine number three option, in my opinion. I think I'd take MVS and Lazard. I, I skew towards, I actually liked Lazard this year a lot, and he paid off in the last few weeks, but it, like I was probably out of my best ball playoffs by then. But um, mm-hmm. overall, I, I think Lazard's decent. MVS is at least a field stretcher, so they play completely different roles. Pringle's fine. I have no issue with Pringle. He's way better than Demarcus Robinson, who's terrible. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. overall, it, it just feels like a non-factor. It's just the fact, it's not that Pringle's producing, it's that Mahomes is so good, he can get guys like this to be effective. Um, unless, again, you're a complete zero, like a Demarcus Robinson. Like, if you have a smidge of talent, Mahomes can work with you. So yeah, I'm true. gonna again. I'm sticking with the Chiefs. Bills could put up a fight again with Devin Singletary rushing as well as he has. That kind of not that a mix of pass and rush is very good. But the KC defense since the Melvin Ingram trade has been not shut down but very solid. And that's literally all you need for the Chiefs to win a Super Bowl. If they have a solid mm-hmm. defense, they're Super Bowl favorites in my opinion. Okay. Um, so now we both have the Bengals versus the chiefs in, uh, the conference championship. So this one's electric and honestly, I'll I'll be completely transparent here. I made my playoff bracket, um, a couple days ago and every choice that we've talked about so far is the same choice I've made. And I, this, all of those were fairly easy. I wanted to I was a little tempted by taking the Titans over the Bengals, but everything else was pretty straightforward. But Bengals versus Chiefs, I was not sure who to pick to go on to the Super Bowl. Um, I I did go with the Chiefs um, because it's at home. But they just played, and the Bengals won. Uh, like, And it was a 
demanding win. Like even though it was by three points on a last second field goal, the Bengals were by, I would say a somewhat significant amount, the better team. Um, so now if we have a rematch, who do you think takes it? I'm, I'm going to stick with the chiefs again, incumbent. They're good. I think they'll have learned from that matchup. <laughs> Whereas the Bengal, I mean, weren't they winning that game? They had like a substantial lead and then they just lost oh, it. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So um, going, I think they replay that game. Or if you replay that game, um, they do everything in their power to not let Jamar Chase literally run past both like the second and third level. Of the defense, <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, you let him like, not you let him, but you live with him catching it. But you don't live with him getting after the catch, which is literally where he makes his uh, more he makes his money. So um, yeah, I think they figure out a way to zone, bracket off, do whatever they do. Um, maybe they try to rush Burrow more and make him uncomfortable, but or not, just because that could be what opens up the back end of the. I don't know. I'm not a defensive coordinator. I, I don't know what their game plan was. I don't know if they were running cover two or cover three. I'm not that smart. I don't know football that deeply, but I do know that. Um, in close situations like this and with a team that's that has the playoff experience, whereas the Bengals do not, Zach Taylor does not, I'm going to go with like an Andy Reid and the Patrick Mahomes here. Whereas Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor and this team, great future um, on the up and up. But right now I cannot, in my right like I cannot take them. And I think Chiefs are going to be at home too. So, Yeah, the home thing was the tiebreaker for me. Um... But yeah, that's going to be a good one. If we get that matchup, I think that could be like the marquee matchup of all of the playoffs until the Super Bowl. Like that one Bengals versus Chiefs rematch, will the Chiefs be able to redeem themselves? Like that would be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But all in all, our AFC bracket is actually identical. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Uh, we both have the Chiefs making it to the playoffs. And after this quick break for an ad, we will be right back with you to talk about the NFC. And we are back. Let's talk about the NFC a little bit. Hopefully there's some more variety in this one. Um, Let's start it with the seven-seed Eagles versus the two-seed Buccaneers. Uh, Let's kick it off with the Eagles, though. Um, I mean, just a hardy team. Like they, They ran it a lot, played decent defense. And they kind of just willed themselves to the playoffs more than any other team. I guess the Steelers, but um, the Eagles are a tough team, but they're playing Tom Brady in the playoffs. So am I correct in saying that you have the Buccaneers taking this one? I do have the Buccaneers. Um, If I were to bet this, I'd say the Eagles probably cover. I think they could keep it within, I think it's nine points, the spread. I'm looking right now. Oh, it's eight and a half. It dropped dropped from nine to eight and a half on Caesars. Um, Yeah, I think... Overall, the Buccaneers have the better defense. They have Tom Brady, who's Tom Brady, as we know, the reigning Super Bowl champion. Um, so I, I mean, Jalen Hurts has played very well. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Devonta Smith and Dial Scotter are playing very well. Um, their running game. I think Miles Sanders is still injured with his hand, or did he return? I think I for, I forgot about that. He was out week 18, I believe, but I think he should be back for the playoffs. Nevertheless, it doesn't matter. Their running game was effective with Scott and Gainwell and whomever else they put back there because, you know, they have a really good offensive line. 
but they're again their defense is suspect they're like bottom eight in defense they, they were beating god-awful teams towards the end of the season aka their division rivals uh nfc east teams like the washington football team and um the new york giants the new york football giants uh, if i should say i look at this team and i see not fraudulence but i i see a lot of good variants going their way within like that part of the schedule uh they were about like two and six or two and five to start the season and then there were rumors about jalen hurts being benched and that didn't happen because they beat the heck out of the lions like a 40 point win and then they got that easy part of the schedule so they're a fine team and i do think with brady not having chris godwin or antonio brown and being stuck with just Mike Evans, who was dealing with a hamstring injury not so long ago, I believe, and then Gronk, who's playing at a high level. I think those options are very, like, that limits the offense overall. That That's why I do think the Philly could cover. It could be like a seven or eight point win for the Buccaneers. But overall, yeah, I, I don't think there's any way the Buccaneers lose. They're getting Fournette back. They're getting Gio Bernard back. Their offensive line, is, everything else is pretty healthy. I do believe so. Yeah, Bucks here. Yeah. The Eagles are better than the Steelers, and the Bucks are worse than the Chiefs. Um, so it's gonna be closer than the than their AFC counterpart, but yeah, they the Bucks are gonna win it. Um perhaps a more closely matched matchup is the 49ers at the Cowboys. So the 49ers are like the Eagles in that they can run it and they kind of just willed themselves into the playoffs. But they're actually a good team, I think. Um, I wish Jimmy Garoppolo weren't their quarterback. I wish that um, just they were more consistent on offense. Like It seems like they can get it done if they need to. But, I mean, it, against the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys should be really good. And sometimes they're not, though. I... I don't know. I picked the Cowboys, but it's not it's not not close, right? Like do you think that this could be a pretty close game? Um uh, yes, close game by all means. I have the 49ers winning this one. This is probably the first time we're going to differ today because um the Dallas Cowboys did just lose Michael Gallup, their wide receiver 3 mm-hmm. who I believe on half of the teams in the league would be the wide receiver 2. I think he's that good. He's very good. I think I, I, that's pretty undeniable. He tore his ACL. Unfortunate. They do have Cedric Wilson as their wide receiver four, who steps up to the wide receiver three role. But at the same time, he, I don't think he did too much in the absence of Gallup. I mean, for the first 10 weeks or so, and he's fine. He has six touchdowns this year, but that's not enough to replicate the production. CD Lamb and Amari Cooper are going to get more looks. Dalton Schultz is going to get more looks, which is great. And the 49ers defense is weaker against the pass than the rush, but weakening their pass by taking out Gallup is significant. Dak Prescott hasn't played as well since his calf injury. Um, And the 49ers are clicking on all cylinders with Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle healthy. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, his thumb looks fine, even though he did tear a ligament in there a few weeks ago, but and let's say Jimmy goes down, they have Trey Lance to give different looks on offense. Mm-hmm. Or if Jimmy struggles, they can put in Trey Lance in the second half. I doubt that happens. But at the same time, it's a possibility. Let's say if the 49ers are down, they can switch everything up. Whereas with Dak, he's already playing fairly limited. Uh, disregard week 18 where the backups were in for the Eagles. I don't think he's played very well over the second half of the season. 
Yeah, no. And I'm not saying I'm going to bet against him, but I'm going to bet against the team as a whole. Even though Dallas's defense has been very good, they are middle of the pack versus the rush, which is basically the bread and butter of uh, San Francisco. And even if, you know, the way they use their receivers are like running backs, they just get the ball in their hands and then, you know, 80 yards of yak every play. Yep. I... I mentioned earlier I had a really tough time picking the Bengals versus the Chiefs. I also had a really tough time with this one. I, I It's really just that the 49ers are playing really well right now, like good football, and the Cowboys are not. Like, yes, they beat the Eagles backups in Washington a couple weeks ago by like and scored like 50 points in each game. But without those two games, they just have been bad. Um, mm-hmm. And... The 49ers defense is a lot better than the Eagles backups in Washington. So I feel like the 49ers could totally win this. I would totally definitely take the points minus three, but straight up, I think I've got the Cowboys winning it. But yeah, you're correct in literally everything you've said. The I could see it going either way for sure. Um, the last wild card weekend game, uh, is the Cardinals and Rams. We've seen this matchup a couple times. Both had different results. And it's just a confusing matchup because we don't really know what either team is essentially at all. The Rams, Matthew Stafford keeps on throwing picks. The Cardinals, Kyler Murray, has been pretty lackluster since he returned from injury. And now they're playing each other again. So I don't know. Who do you have winning it? I mean, I'm a Rams fan, so maybe this sounds biased, but I just think the Rams are the better team. They did win their most recent matchup. And that matchup is a closer look at what the Cardinals are compared to the early season week four loss where, well, victory for the Cardinals loss for the Rams where, the Cardinals won 37-20, and then they lost 30-23 to in the next matchup. The Rams are a confusing team, a frustrating team, but at the same time, <laughs> they are, I would say, the better offense. And on defense, they're pretty much back-to-back. Kyler Murray without DeAndre Hopkins, you mentioned his injury. It's not just the injury. It's losing his wide receiver one. That's pretty much That's thrown true. off the entire thrown off the entire offense and maybe he runs wild and that's what it would take for him to win but i i don't think the cardinals can rely on matthew stafford mistakes uh that he has made certainly but i'm looking at a couple of the games that he made these mistakes uh minnesota three weeks ago they still won by a touchdown but matthew stafford going to play a defensive coordinator who knows him quite well in mike or like a head coach defensive mind Mike Zimmer who knows him quite well from his days in Detroit for the past half decade and then the loss in Baltimore I'm looking at this two weeks ago at Baltimore 10 a.m game in the morning or 10 a.m is the morning but uh the morning slate I believe it's seven or not seven but whatever it's the morning slate over there it's just an early game that uh, you know flying over across the country those are weird games and they still won they beat the Cardinals. I, I I think they do it again. I, I have no take on the uh, on betting. I'm not going to get into the points here. Uh, Rams are favored by four. I'm, I have no say in that, but I do think they just end up with the victory at the end of the day because Odell is getting more involved in the offense. Um, they're figuring out ways to use. I mean, uh, they're they're getting the rush game 
back with Sony Michelle, whereas in the first half of Daryl Henderson, it was very lackluster. But yeah, I, I don't think Cam Akers is very involved in this game because I think they no. tried in week 18. I was like, they were like, okay, this game, we're in the playoffs. We pretty much have this game locked. I mean, this division locked with the Cardinals losing. So I don't think we see much Cam Akers and they pretty much just run it down the Cardinals throats with like Sony Michelle and take it home. It's going to be a weird game. Yeah, I I could see it going either way. And both teams are kind of like the Cowboys in that like all of their wins recently are just like way too close or like not against good teams. Like I feel a lot better about like the Bengals or um the Buccaneers even. Eh, maybe not the Buccaneers. The NFC is a really weird conference. But yeah, like the Bengals and Chiefs, they are much more I, I feel so much more comfortable with those two than any of the NFC teams we've talked about so far. Um but yeah, I have the Rams winning it too. I don't really know why. Maybe it's just because they won more recently than the Cardinals. But yeah, since DeAndre Hopkins been out, that offense has been bad. Like it has not been good. And there's no reason that will change against the Rams. So I don't know. This one, zero confidence. Like it could go either way and I wouldn't be surprised. It could be a blowout and I wouldn't be surprised because both teams suck some weeks. So if they suck this week and lose against their division rival, that wouldn't be surprising either. I don't know. Neither of these teams is moving on. Um, for me uh, into the conference championship. But, I mean, one of them has to win this game, and I've got the Rams. All right, so now um, we actually have different matchups this time because you picked the 49ers and I picked the Cowboys. So that would line you up um, with the 49ers at the Packers. That's a good game, a classic between two historic teams. Um, What's your outlook if that matchup were to happen. I mean, looking at recent history, it's hard to say anyone but the 49ers advance there. The the Packers are the better team on paper, like logically. But when I look at it and I think about just LaFleur and Shanahan come from a similar tree. And there's a reason Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. And he owns, you know, I mean, he only played LaFleur, I think, once in recent years. There's just something about the Packers that they can't beat the 49ers. And even in Lambeau, I I have to say that it's the 49ers. And this sounds crazy given how good the Packers have been. But outside of Devontae Adams and I guess their run game, I've mentioned Lazard and MVS and I like them, but they don't have that real second option. Whereas with the Chiefs, as we were discussing, they have Kelsey and Hill. And they have Mahomes, who's as good, if not better, than Rodgers, even though Rodgers probably wins MVP this year. I think the 49ers have, like, even though their past defense is weak, I think there's a way they can figure it out. Even if Devontae Adams goes for 180, it's like, what are the other guys going to do? So yeah. I'm, I'm taking SF. But my caveat is if Green Bay does win, and this is, I'm, I'm going to say this if Green Bay does manage to beat the San Francisco 49ers, they win the entire thing. They, this is their team, this is their year. If they beat the 49ers, but I don't think they beat the 49ers. 
So if the Cowboys beat the 49ers for the Packers, would Green Bay go all the way then? Yes. Okay. Um, so in if I had your matchup, 49ers, Packers, I think the Packers would win. They're just the better team. I mean, you said it. I don't really buy into the history or coaching tree type of thing. Um, so I would have Green Bay winning it. But in my matchup, um, I've got the Rams taking on Green Bay. And I just uh, mentioned how much I don't think the Rams are good. And so, yeah, I also have Green Bay moving on. They're just so good. They're the only team that's like not had a tear out your hair type of loss, except for week one against the Saints, 38 to three, whatever that was. That was probably just Aaron Rodgers not wanting to play yet. I who knows that in hindsight that game was insane. They also had a close like last second field goal loss against the um, Vikings, but the Vikings can play up some weeks, so I don't really blame them for that. But they're a really good team. Um, every other team has like very obvious holes, and yeah, like Devonte Adams has to do a lot, and then behind him there's not much. But you mentioned the ground game and passing, but. That ground game is really nice. AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, if like they needed to, they could lean on them so much. They're both really good backs, and I think highly of both of them for sure. Um, so now for your other matchup, you've got the Rams at the Bucks. Uh, where do you see that one going? I mean, I'd take the Rams over the Bucks right now. Bucks without really? their Bucks without Godwin without AB. I mean, they just signed John Brown to their practice squad, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. the, the Rams' defense is better than the Buccaneers. Um, and it's it's like a decent margin. It's like by six teams. Uh, I I think I I have to lean the Rams here because this is just not the Bucks team of last year. My problem with that is, though, it's Tom Brady versus Matthew Stafford. Like, I, I, w- I would take I, – I think I just think really poorly of the Rams. Like, I am really skeptical of that whole team. Um, so if I had that matchup, I would take the Bucks. I don't like the Bucks. Like, if we're just straight up ranking what team goes where, I bet I would take the Bucks like seventh or so. Like, I, I don't think that they're great, but I think the Rams are probably worse. Also, seventh is way too low. I take that back. I'd rank them behind, let's see, um, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Titans, Packers, and yeah, that's it. So I guess like sixth. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're that good, but against the Rams, I would take them. And that same virtue applies for my matchup, which is uh, Cowboys versus Bucks. Um, I like the Rams. I just don't think the Cowboys are very good, so I'm going to default to taking Tom Brady. And I think that is actually a pretty way good way to pick the playoffs. So I've got um, the Packers and Bucks, and you've got the Packers and Rams in the NFC Championship. So let's start with your matchup once again. You've got the Rams playing the... Oh, wait, no. The 49ers. Rams playing the 49ers. Sorry, mm-hmm. I messed that up. Yeah. Okay, so... I have the, I have got, the NFC West matchup. 
Yeah, 49ers versus Rams. Where do you see it going? I think the Rams take that. Yeah. And I know I mentioned I, the I, whole history I, thing, but I, I think this they were so close in that last game. Again, it's like when it's so close in the game before, you lean towards the other team, especially when one of them had a, a significant lead and then lost it. It's like they learn from that mistake. Um, I think the mistake was how much they used I mean, their run game in a weird way, like they were still trying to figure that out. They ran it with Sony Michelle 21 times and got 43 yards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they used the cam acre. It, it was a weird game. I think they adjust to not make those mistakes. I doubt Debo Samuel does. He had that crazy ass play and it took some crazy second half comeback for the 49ers to come back. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I If the Rams and 49ers who did almost split the season i think it was a weird weird year for them uh even though i think shanahan's like six and oh against mcfay over the last six matchups i want to say but it's really impressive. which again again that's how it goes yeah the first matchup was 31 10 that was bad uh that was 49ers at home now the rams at home i mean i i know i'm rambling i know this sounds crazy but it's just something about it I think the again as a fan, this I'm biased, whatever, but I think they're better than the public thinks over the past few weeks because I mean they've still won their games. They've won like five of the last six, no matter how many picks. I mean Stafford's thrown all those picks and they've still won. So imagine, I I mean he has to he runs a little good, which is just not turning the ball over, not getting you know some of those points that other teams got were due to those pick sixes. So if they can mm-hmm. limit the mistakes, again, the team that makes the fewest mistakes will win. I mean, every other facet, I believe, the Rams have. And Cooper Cup is playing out of his mind. If it's not Cooper Cup, it's Odell. If it's not Odell, it's Van Jefferson. All three of them have played fairly well over the past few weeks. So they have the weapons. Um, the ground game does work against teams that aren't fully elite, like the 49ers against the ground. So yeah, I do think the Rams advance there. Honestly, if I had that matchup, I think I would pick the 49ers. Like, I I guess that this exercise is just kind of showing me I do not think highly of the Rams. And that even more so the Cardinals, because I picked the Rams to beat the Cardinals. And I also do like the 49ers as well. So if I had your matchup, I'd have the 49ers go to the Super Bowl. And like I think that none of your picks are that egregious. Like the 49ers could totally beat the Cowboys and they could totally beat the Bucks and they could totally beat the Rams. Um, oh, the Packers, not the Bucks. Oh, true. Yeah. The seeding me- got messed up in my head. I think the, I think yeah. the Bucks would beat the 49ers actually. That's like weird to think about. So <laughs> if they were to match up, I'd take the Bucks over the 49ers. I, don't ask me why, but yeah. I mean, you can't. I would take the 49ers over the Bucks, but not the Packers over the 49ers. This That's is so kind of spiraling out of control. But put simply, I think the 49ers can beat basically any team. Um, and I like, I don't think their odds are that good, but I think they could catch fire and make it to the Super Bowl. Um, like, they're one of I mean, those teams that could do odd. that. If you look at the spread, they have the lowest uh, or the best chance of an upset in the first round. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I like, I don't think the Steelers are making Super Bowl. I don't think the Patriots, not the Raiders, no way the Eagles are. I mean, the Bucks always can cause it's Tom Brady. I don't think the Cowboys are nor the Cardinals or Rams. Like 
all of those teams, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think that the 49ers have better odds than seven teams at making the Super Bowl. I don't think they're necessarily that good, like in comparison to those other teams. Like, mm-hmm. I think that the Patriots are probably a, I don't know, but I think the Cowboys are a better team. But I think the 49ers have better odds at making the Super Bowl because they could catch fire and just ground and pound like they did a couple years ago. And speaking of that, imagine if the 49ers make the Super Bowl like twice in the past, I guess it's three years. That would look like a dynasty in 50 years. And it's just like Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback, Raheem Mostert and Elijah Mitchell in running back in their respective seasons. That would just be so funny. Like, because this is not a dynasty. It's a good team. And Kyle Shanahan's a really nice coach, but it's not a dynasty. And not often do teams make the Super Bowl two times in three years in a situation like the 49ers. Um, I mean, but but wasn't that what we expected after the first one? We were like, damn, this team is like, looks very dominant. They look like a team of the future. And then I think they got like, I mean, decimated with injuries. They played well. They they almost beat the Chiefs. They had a lead over the Chiefs in that Super Bowl. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes stuff. He ended up winning. But this is still like the foundation of the 49ers is like very good. Uh, they just have, again, in this playoff s- situation, the scenario we're discussing, they have matchup advantages against several teams. I just don't think, even though they did beat the Rams twice, I don't think the Rams are one of those teams. Again, because you just kind of learn from your mistakes in season like that. And it's just, it's again, weird, but my brain goes there and thinks it like, you know, they lost so bad in the first one and they got really close in the second. I think it just like, you know, third time the charm kind of thing. If you get, if you get where it continues. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. Um, Now let's talk about my NFC matchup. I've got um, the Bucks taking on the Packers. And we already talked about how the Bucks really aren't that good in either of our opinions with all these injuries. So for me, it's pretty simple. I'm just taking the Packers. They're an all-around amazing team. Um, so to sum it up, my Super Bowl matchup is the Chiefs versus the Packers. And your Super Bowl matchup is the uh, Chiefs versus the Rams at home. That's fun. Um so who do you have winning it all? I would have the Chiefs winning it all against the Rams. Even though the Rams did beat them three years ago in that crazy-ass matchup. Yeah, the Mexico City. Yeah. No, it was. Or, I think it was. Was it Mexico City or was it in L.A.? Oh, I think, I think it, it might have LA. been supposed to be Mexico City yes. and then their field was like ruined. Yeah, so yeah. They, they relocated to LA and the Rams, it was like 54, 51, a crazy mm-hmm. Monday night game. That wasn't supposed to be, was it Monday night or Tuesday? I forgot what it was. Nevertheless, insane game. <laughs> One of the best football games in recent memory. The Rams won. That was with golf, crazy turnovers and whatnot. I don't think I'll expect that, but I do think the chiefs again are the best team on paper, in my opinion, because they have the best quarterback. Uh, they have a very good defense and they have very good weapon or they have arguably the best weapons. So, yeah, I, I have to take the Chiefs there. Uh, even their ground game looks good with Daryl Williams or Derek Gore. Uh, Clyder Zilaire is returning, if I do recall correctly. But even him, like they mix them all in and it works. So they don't really have a weakness. Their offensive line's playing very well. Their defense is playing very well. 
Uh, special teams, their special teams is one of the most consistent. I mean, special teams doesn't matter that much, but you get you get my drift here. That I just mm-hmm. don't see. It, it would take a fluke performance by another team, which I don't like to bet on the fluke unless something's close. And I just don't think it's close when it comes to teams like the Chiefs. So, yeah, they'd be my favorite to win it all. All right. I've got Chiefs Packers, like I mentioned earlier. And basically, for all the reasons you just said, I'm actually taking the Packers. Um, so they don't have as good of weapons as the Chiefs do, but I mean, they've got it done the whole season. I really like the running backs. I think their defense is among the best in the leagues and is just not talked about enough. Jair Alexander's coming back. De- Devondre Campbell's been amazing. Uh, the pass rush is good, especially if Zadarius Smith returns. Like, even with all these injuries, they've been a really good team. And imagine if they get these injured guys back and they played to their full potential. Like, it could be a dominant team. Um, I I do think that the game's going to be good and the Chiefs will make it close. But I think the Packers will win. And I think it'll be a really good game. Um, If I had to pick, like, a score, I think I said 34 to 29. Um, Like, a really, like, fun game um down to the wire maybe aaron Rodgers leaves next year after winning a super bowl maybe he wins a super bowl and decides to stay i've had the packers as my super bowl winner i think in every bracket i've made throughout the season and i've had like three or four so i'm sticking with that call i think they're the best team in the nfl and yeah for those reasons i've got the packers who would, would you pick? The Packers Chiefs. over the Chiefs. I, I would take the Packers yeah, yeah. over the Chiefs. Sorry, I know you were going to ask that, but I, it's just been. Again, I I mentioned the Packers. If they beat the 49ers, they beat the they would win it all. Yeah, they would win it all because you know in my bracket I have the Chiefs winning. Um, but yeah, again, it, it's if they beat the 49ers, I then I don't care what happens in the NFC Championship game. I I think the Packers would win. They'd beat whoever plays them. It doesn't matter if it's the Rams, Bucks, whatever. Or yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, the KC defense again it's improved but it's still pretty similar to the Packers so there's not really much of a difference there I'd say they're pretty they're pretty much on even ground quarterback as close as you can get to elite quarterback play (laughs) yeah between Rodgers and Mahomes that's like interchangeable essentially Mahomes is the future but Rodgers is still one of the best if not you know the best for now you know as much as we do regard Mahomes um Adams is you know as good a skill player as either kelsey or hill but uh, like we mentioned the packers rush game their offensive line is again a strength uh aj Dillon, i feel like that's the kind of running back that would absolutely demolish the kansas city chiefs so i yeah no i'm i'm taking the i'm taking the packers that matchup because they do have they have threats on all ends they'd make it work. They'd figure it out. The chiefs obviously would be able to put up a hefty amount of points, but the Packers defense's weakness is the rush, which is not necessarily necessarily a strength for Casey, but you know, something again, as I mentioned, they're fine with, it's not a deficiency, but it's not something that they want to lean on, which is why I think SF wins. So again, it's, it's how like the interchangeable parts go of one team versus another. The interchangeable parts of Green Bay is not better than SF, but it is better than KC. So yeah, yeah, that's just yeah, and that's we, just where I'm at. The, I, 
when I was thinking of ideas for this episode, I thought we could just do a power rankings of all the teams, but I thought this would be more fun and more in depth because I do agree. It's not, it's not a linear ranking. Like we, when we were talking about the Bengals and Raiders earlier, and I said, I could see the Raiders winning this. I, I don't think the Raiders have any shot against the Bills, Patriots or Chiefs, but for some reason, and I can't really place it, but for some reason against the Bengals, I think they have a shot. Um, and so like a power ranking would just not show that. So this was a really interesting exercise. Um, do you have a score you would like to throw out there for your chiefs Rams Super Bowl? chiefs Rams. I'm going to say chiefs 30 Rams 24, let's say. Okay. So fairly close, like one score. Yeah, like- Above fifty, po- just above fifty points, which is probably somewhere where the over under would be, um, and yeah, I, I think it's a good game. That's a very good game, but the Chiefs are just the better team again. Packers, Chiefs. Let's say I throw out a score for that. I think the the Packers could win that, like thirty one twenty eight or something. Yep, uh, we're on the same wavelength there, pretty much. Um, so it was a pleasure speaking with you. It was fun running through this bracket um and the whole playoff primer uh do you want to tell the people where they can find you on twitter and anywhere else anything else you're working on absolutely uh thank you for having me on jordan it's been a pleasure uh yeah so follow me on twitter at rotosurgeon that's where i have all my takes and you know i just riff about this kind of stuff on the daily just for fun uh go to my go to rotoballer.com as jordan mentioned earlier that's where you can find both of our work uh i am kind of shifting towards fantasy baseball which is coming up mm-hmm. in the next two months hopefully past the lockout which is still going on but yeah so you can find my fantasy work there i have my betting uh my bets and whatnot on the game day the game day nfl website uh just go to the game and you know i have my uh, upsets for the week I, i'll have like maybe super bowl predictions coming up in a few weeks but overall the game day rotoballer and then check out the operating room podcast on uh, Apple Pods, Spotify, wherever podcasts are available. And that's, again, you know, you'll find players I don't like in the top 100 for fantasy baseball players I do like, and then whatever else comes to mind throughout the year. So that's, those are all my plugged stuff for <laughs> for the week. Cool. Um, thank you for joining once again. It was fun talking about the playoffs with you. It's weird to think we're finally here. This season felt like it went by really fast. Um, but nevertheless, here we are. Um, as always, you can find me at FOV underscore sports on Instagram or Twitter. I'll talk to you next time. But until then, Eisen out.